What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Life Coach Zach podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rance, certified life coach, certified nutritionist, mental health advocate. I like to bring guests on here that are leaders in their chosen field, whether it's a doctor or nutritionist or maybe just another life coach or spirituality coach. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity that I can share it with you guys. I hope you enjoy. I would say thank you so much for taking the time to hop on today, my man. Yeah, for sure. Congrats on winning the race. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. It was uh, it wasn't easy. It was very humbling doing a half Ironman and getting my ass kicked. <laughs> uh, they never stop being humbling, man. They just keep kicking your ass no matter how fast or how far you go. Really? What was the worst experience you've ever had in a race? Uh, the worst is also probably the best. A uh, full Ironman is just miserable for the last 15K, but it's also the most interesting time in your life. Like it takes a lot to get into that period. Um, I've never had like real serious meltdowns. I had one meltdown where I cramped really, really bad, but it was just like, all right, well, I guess I'm walking for the next 50 minutes. Um, but it wasn't like the depths of despair that you get in an Ironman distance race. Yeah, dude. So I have my first Ironman coming up. It's May 23rd in Tulsa. I've been training since August. I did terrible in Haines City, even though I finished. 20% actually did not finish. So not that I should compare myself to others, but I have my Ironman coming up in about three and a half weeks. What's some advice you have for me? If at this point you don't have anything, you don't have it. It's like that. what the work is that you've done up to this point is what you've done. So a lot of people think that there's going to be something magical that they can do in the last three weeks to really jack up their performance. And that's not how it works. It's like the performance that you get is determined by the previous three to six months of work that you've done. So big thing is to maybe have one more good week of training. And then the final two weeks is taper. So you bring the the load of total hours down by about 40, 50%, but then keep some intensity in there and rest lots and lots of rest as much as you can. Dude, you know what? You know, it's funny. I've never been an endurance athlete and I've never been a long runner or anything. Um, but I've been doing this since August COVID actually just everyone listening to hear a little bit about how I got into Ironman is during COVID there was no gyms open, right? I mean, I feel like everyone kind of just rushed into like running and biking and swimming. And these Ironmans are sold out for like the next year and a half, right? I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you aren't in one right now, you aren't getting in one for a long time. You're not getting in one for a long time if you haven't registered already. And um, I, I fell in love with just seeing progress, right? I mean, my legs are like twice the size. I wish I would have took a pre-picture and a post picture of my leg size or measured like my, the, the diameter or radius, whatever of my leg, but I have gained so much muscle in my legs and it makes me feel so much stronger. And just this triathlon lifestyle, cause it really is a lifestyle, right? I mean, tell, tell us, tell the audience about your lifestyle and training and how you got into Ironman's. Uh, my lifestyle now I'd say is a lot more health focused using endurance sports for health. But I've been doing this for about 12 years. 
that I started doing triathlon just almost as a, an accident because I got injured lifting weights and trying to be a bodybuilder in my mid twenties and started walking on a treadmill one day. And then that got boring after a couple of weeks. So I intermixed walk on a treadmill one day, bike on a stationary bike the next day. And then I mixed swimming in Ooh. and then figured out, oh, well, might as well try a triathlon. And after a couple of years, it just, it stuck with me. Interesting. And now you have a massive following on YouTube. Um, you're actually the first person I came across on YouTube, dude. <laughs> Good. We, were like, we, we work real hard to make that happen. <laughs> you, you do a great job, a great, great job on YouTube. I've gotten so much value from so many of your videos. Um, so it really is a pleasure today to be interviewing you. Uh, when I came across you, I said, wow, this is the guy I need to talk to. This is the guy I need to learn from. You're a great resource uh, for anyone that's interested in getting into triathlons or just running or swimming or biking. I mean, you do these things for a living and anyone that's listening, you know, I've encouraged my audience and my followers on Instagram, on YouTube to sign up for a race, whether it's a 5k, a half marathon, marathon, Ironman, whatever it is, get it on the calendar, have something to work towards. And if you are one of those people that want to take action, head over to Taryn's YouTube, Triathlon Taryn on YouTube. Is that right? That's it. Yeah. Not That's a it. lot of Terrans out there, so I didn't have to fight for it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to pay money for uh, the Triathlon Taryn <laughs> no. handle. But yeah, man, I, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast today. Wasn't really sure exactly like what we, what I wanted to talk about to you, but I want to hear more about what you're up to these days. Well, I've changed over the last few years. COVID, it didn't kick me into gear with being healthier um, or fitter or have bigger goals. More than anything, what I realized is life is short. And what I'd been pursuing for the first 10 or 11 years in triathlon was podiums and seeing what I was capable of. And I think I got close to where I could be, like maybe I could be 10 minutes faster in a half Ironman and make another world championship or maybe 20 or 30 minutes faster in an Ironman. But I was kind of just chasing marginally faster times and COVID hit and realized, you know what, if I end up getting hit by a bus or getting injured or getting sick and can't do triathlon anymore, this business that we're trying to grow might go away because it was pretty dependent on me going out there and just sharing podiums that I was trying to to get onto and what we've done over the past year is change our mindset change our business and it's more about taking a step back and using endurance sports to be healthy to be fit to be mobile yes. to be strong yes. and, and be that. fulfilled and my goal is to help other people get on podiums because if I get on another podium Again, in my life, great. But if I can help thousands of people get on their own personal podiums, that's way better. I'd much rather do that. So I'm instead of training 17 hours a week like I used to, I'm now training more like eight or nine. And it's a lot more well-rounded. I love that, dude. And you know what? You're doing that. You are fulfilling your mission in helping thousands of people reach their own podium because Training for a triathlon is not just, like you said, to hit the podium. It's it's to level up in your in your quality of life and your overall well-being. I mean, I've gotten so much better about nutrition and sharpening my time management skills, getting better sleep, 
more body awareness, I think, is what I've learned the most from training because in the beginning I was having a lot of soreness in areas that I was never sore, whether it's my lower back or my flexors or my Achilles or things like that. And then learning what is wrong with my running technique and seeing progress. And, you know, I am the most flexible in the best shape. I have the highest energy levels. I feel better than I ever have in my entire life because of triathlon. So you are doing just that. You are doing just that. And, you know, what what would you say to anyone who's never... What would you say to anyone who's like never ran in their life, never swam, never biked, but but they want to be healthier? How could triathlon training get them to where they want to be? Well, I can tell the story about where I was. When I first started out, I had to start by running the length of one house, literally like 50 to 60 feet at a time, not a kilometer at a time or not five minutes at a time, 50 feet at a time. And then I had to walk the length of three or four houses. When I bought my first bike, it was the first bike that I'd had in 15 years. And I went out for a 50, five zero minute ride. And I thought that it was the longest bike ride anyone had ever done. I couldn't swim, but I wanted to see if I was able to do this thing that I thought was impossible. And the impossible thing that I thought was a try a try, like the shortest distance triathlon you could do. And that was where I started. I started literally at zero and built my way up over a number of years to being able to complete half Ironmans and Ironmans and marathon swims. And it's made me healthier. It's made me stronger. It's made me fitter. And, you know, I look better with a shirt off. Uh, I'm not ripped, but like I, I'm 50, 60 pounds lighter than I was at my heaviest in my 20s. But more than anything, I'm more confident. I'm more daring. I'm more willing to take on challenges because that challenge of taking on something that 12 years ago I thought was impossible and learning that if I go through a process and do it is the biggest thing that I've taken from this, that it's just a matter of finding a process that works and learning as much as you can and maybe bumping off the walls and failing a little bit as you go. But if you just keep getting a little bit closer every day and every week to a goal that you want to achieve, it will come. And it probably isn't going to come in the form that you think, but it's going to at least be some shape of that goal that you want to achieve if you keep going. Yep. And uh, very well said. And getting out of your comfort zone because we all have limiting beliefs. We all think that I can never run a marathon, right? I can't run a marathon. I can't do an Ironman. No chance, no way, no hell. But Once we can break down some of those barriers and we can push the limits and push that fence around our house a little further out, we start gaining ground. And I've seen that with with me as well. You know, it's not just in Ironman training, but with everything in life. And I think Ironman is a really, really strong foundation because for, for life skills, because it's a lot of mental strength as well. I mean, doing these trainings and pushing through the pain six days a week is something that makes you a lot stronger mentally. So tell us how the mental side of things in the triathlon can help anyone in their life. I kind of look at triathlon training as a framework for life because a, it often gives you a goal to work towards. And I do think that that comes with good and bad things on the good side. It gives you something to structure your fitness around and your health around instead of just 
trying to aimlessly be fit or healthy. You have a reason and a goal and times and accountability. But at the same time, it does have the negative consequence of particularly in triathlon, people get absolutely obsessed with goals and value themselves based off of whether their time was exactly what they wanted to hit or not. And people Mm. have to recognize that ahead of time, understand that that... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I found uh, over the last few years as I found that I was approaching triathlon from the standpoint of like success is determined by what my time is at a race as opposed to success is determined by how much fun I have training and being challenged by the people and with the people around me. So I think it gives a lot of good aspects to life with health and well-being and a stress relief. Um, But people do have to recognize that it can easily be a slippery slope that takes them down a path that adds stress to their life. And the training alone is stressful. If you don't keep the mental aspect of that in check, it can be stress on top of stress. So it's just, it's a balancing act of just kind of learning to let go a little bit and we'd all be better off if we learned how to do that in life, not just training. Yeah, that's that's really good because I didn't even think about that. You know, like running a good time and then being like, shit, I didn't do exactly what I wanted to do. And then that kind of just deflates you a little bit. That could turn into a negative feedback loop for sure. Yeah, I mean, I just listened to your podcast with – the client that you worked with who wanted to run, I think it was the eight minute mile and he ran an 802. I imagine in your case, you are super pumped for him. In mm-hmm. his case, he was probably bummed that he was two seconds slower. Right. But when it comes right down to it, what does it matter? Like, Are, are you any different a person if right. you run an 802 or a 759? No. But the vast majority of us, particularly Westerners, people in North America, that three seconds is everything to us. And that's not a good thing. No, it's not. And you know what? As long as you're making progress in the right direction, as long as you're either you know eating better or getting better sleep or sharpening your time management skills or getting in better shape or feeling stronger inside your body, as long as we're making progress, that's really all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's... That's more what I've gone towards. Now, granted, I'm I'm kind of past the point of chasing personal bests and things like that. And chasing personal bests, there's a time for it. But I think as long as you recognize that there is a time that you're chasing personal bests and that you have to support the spirituality side of it, the mental well-being, the the life aspect of balancing life, fitness, and health. And that when you're going all in on two of those things, the third one is going to suffer. But how do you prop that up? And recognizing it is one of the first things that you've got to do. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I'm kind of nervous for my Iron Man, Taryn. You should be. <laughs> but I also uh, am envious of you that you don't know how rough it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how rough it's going to be, do I? No, no. Consider it like this. Consider it like, uh, what's your your time goal? 17 hours. Okay, 17 hours. So think of it this way. It's like a 14-hour warm-up and then three hours of hell. 
And if you think of it that way, that's probably going to be a successful day. If you expect it to be awful there in the last three hours, you're, you're going to get what you're expecting, (laughs) but that's just part of the deal. Absolutely. I'm a pretty good swimmer. Like I'm re- I'm good in the water. I've been training, like swimming, like 2,500 yards, like four days a week. Um, and I'm okay on the bike. I'm not a strong runner though, but as long as I can get out of the water in like under an hour 50, hour 45, do a seven hour bike ride, I got enough time for like a six hour marathon. Well, the good news is that an Ironman run is not really a run. It's more like a shuffle. And even some of the best athletes out there are going to spend a lot of time walking. So there's no shame in walking. Just get through it. It, It's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. You're going to have a lot of low moments and not low moments like, ooh, it's a low moment and boom, the race is over 15 minutes later. It's like, ooh, low moment and you still have 30K to go. And that's part of the deal. So my only thing that I'm a little, I mean, I'm worried about a lot, but the main thing I'm worried about is I don't know how to change a tire tube. Ooh, you got to, yeah, you got to get good at that in the next few weeks. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Do you have a YouTube video on that? I probably have a couple, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Heading right over to Triathlon Terran YouTube right now, actually, because I got to learn this like today, you know? <laughs> Oh, so much to learn. Here's, here's the thing about this sport is that it's 12 years that I've been doing this and I'm still learning a lot. That idea that I just said about the three legs of balancing life, training and health, 12 years later, I just had that thought a week and a half ago. And I was struggling with, oh my goodness, why can't I execute this workout? Well, it's because I'm going all in on life work, um, and health and training is taking a back seat. So of course I'm going to have some workouts that I fail in. And that took me 12 years to figure out. So you coming into this now for like nine months, you're just starting, man. You got, you got a long way to, to go, but if you enjoy the process of learning that and don't take these little things of like, Oh, I don't know how to do this as a negative, you're going to enjoy it a lot more. I appreciate that. And just have fun with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's a gift that we're able to get to do this, that we are able to get to go and suffer for that final three hours in an Ironman. It's, it's not a punishment. It's not a, oh, wow, woe is me because I'm not hitting my time or I'm having nutritional distress. People around the world would love to have that as their main problem. So it's a, it's a real luxury that we get to be able to do this. Love it. Everyone listening, go ahead and follow Taryn on Instagram at triathlon Taryn, T-R-I-A-T-H-L-O-N-T-A-R-E-N. Go ahead and check him out on YouTube as well. Shoot him a message on Instagram. Let him know that you guys listen to the podcast and ask him if you have questions about triathlons. I'm sure he'd be happy to help you guys out. Taryn, thank you so much. Is there anything you want to leave the audience with today? Go do stuff. <laughs> Just do stuff. What, Whether it is running that first mile or first length of a house, just go do stuff. Uh, a lot of people I'm sure out there are already fit. One thing that I've learned over this that is so much more fun 
and enjoyable and sets a, a real good tone for giving you a basis of health is have something on the schedule that scares you just a little bit, just a tiny little bit scary. And I find that that motivates everyone really, really well. And when you hit that goal or even attempt to hit it, it's pretty fun because it was something that scared you to begin with. That's it, guys. Get it on the calendar. Get it on the calendar. 5K, 10K, half marathon, whatever it is, and shoot Taryn a message and let her know you're going to start training. Taryn, thank you so much again for stopping by today and uh, looking forward to connecting soon. Maybe after uh, Tulsa, we'll reconnect on another podcast and I'll let you know how it went. Good luck, man. Make yourself proud. I will. As long as I cross, that's all that matters. That's it. (laughs) Have a good one, Taryn. You too.